Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, week two in the books, and boy, do we have a ton of guys to break down here. So again, we'll be doing some calmer chaos, some trust or bust to let you let you know what guys we're feeling right now and what guys we're fading. Uh, but we're still going to hold off on trade targets for one more week. Uh, but if you do have trade questions, still feel free to send them over to us. We will definitely answer them and take a look. Um, but still, as of right now, two games is still too small of a sample size to really judge who you should be trading for and whatnot. Um, but as always, we'll be finishing with some trivia with Q. So let's get right into some calmer chaos. Starting off at the quarterback position, D-Gods, Dak. Prescott. Bad question. Seven Bad question. Four, eight points. No touchdowns. 237 yards. One pick. Comer chaos on deck right now. It was just a Tony Pollard game. That's all. It was a weird game because Cooper didn't do much either. And CeeDee Lamb, I, I don't think he had that great of a game. Still had a solid game, I think. Yeah, but he did have a solid I don't know. game. I don't know. But Zeke and Pollard were like the stars of their offense. No, yeah. It definitely was weird, but I'm definitely calm. He's fine. Yeah. Stay that's coming calm. from the biggest Dak hater. <laughs> yeah. Stay calm on Dak if you have him. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill might not be stay calm on right now. 14.58 points. Back to back duds. He did have 347 passing yards, uh, but no touchdowns to show for it and a fumble loss. Should have had 27 rushing yards. Should have had one touchdown. Should have had a touchdown. He should have had a touchdown. That would have helped save his day, honestly. That would have put him at like. 20 points or 18 at least if you play four point passing touchdowns but i'm a little nervous about him i think you're calm this was one of those derrick henry games yeah it was went for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns this came really early and like he's been good for so long not even just last year just like the year prior when he took over Mariota's job he was solid so i i don't think much is going to change i think he will be better it's just yeah it was derrick henry's day yeah twice the amount of turnovers that he does touchdowns yeah that's what i'm nervous about week two like he's have like he's if, if it's it not was like, like week four and that was the case then i'd be a little nervous it's not like he's like at a lack of passing volume like derrick henry's like just running all over the place he's thrown 75 passes through two games so he's airing it out but he's yeah, just he not getting the touchdowns yards. and he's getting he's th- causing turnovers so he doesn't look that good that's the only concerning point point to me i'm not chaos on him yet i'm still calm but i'm not 100 percent confident starting him week on week by week right now the offensive line just needs to buy him a little bit more time in the pocket i will say though as a Tannehill owner i am looking possibly elsewhere this week potentially daniel jones stop well we'll talk about week three but he has a nice matchup all right, we'll talk about Daniel Jones in the next episode. Uh, but getting into Justin Herbert, it's a calmer chaos on Jay Erbo. Another bad game as well, 16.72 points. He was able to get 338 passing yards and a touchdown, uh, but two interceptions kind of hurt his day a little bit. Calmer chaos. The refs also hurt his day. He had yeah. two touchdowns called back as well. So The Chargers fucked themselves that game. The refs don't want to see my players succeed, man. Don't blame the refs for your I'm shitty team. The refs. Hey, I'm yeah. one and one. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying calm on Herbo. 
Uh, as I said, Tannehill's thrown 75 passes. Herbert's thrown 88. So he's airing the ball out. Um, and he's got over 300 and almost exactly the same amount of passing yards both games, 337, 338. Touchdowns will come, like Matt said, a couple called back for penalty. So staying calm on Jay Erbo for me. And the healthy Mike Williams is a good gift from God for him. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about Mike Williams and some trust or bust here. Uh, but the last quarterback, Joe Burrow, Joey Bag of Donuts, 14.28 <laughs> points, only 207 passing yards, did get two touchdowns, but three interceptions. Calm or chaos here? It's chaos. He Ooh. is running for his life on that team. And he got sacked four times on Sunday. Yeah, he's hit nine. Jamar Chase, it's not worth it anymore. Should have got the offensive lineman. Yeah, I'm leaning towards chaos as well. Like, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, he, but the one thing that's making me stay calm is his passing weapons. Like, he still has elite passing talent around him, and he's going to have to throw in every game most likely because that defense isn't that good. So that's the one thing that's still going for him right now. But, I mean, some of those interceptions were bad. He made the Bears defense look really, really good after they got blown out by the the – the Rams. 36 points the Rams put up. Yeah. Bengals yeah. put up seven. If you're throwing three picks, who cares how many touchdowns you're throwing? I mean, unless you're throwing like seven, but <laughs> the Jameis Winston. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm definitely leaning towards chaos right now. Joe Burrow's my only quarterback. I'm definitely looking to, to add some help. We'll talk about some guys we might be trusting in a little bit here. But uh, let's get into some running backs. What's going on with Alvin Kamara? Seven points in week two. Eight carries for five yards. Um, that's very bad. But four catches for 25 yards on six targets helped somewhat salvage his day. It's just calmer chaos on Kamara. I knew it I was mean, coming. Honestly, who thought say that the was Panthers coming. were going to blow out the Saints and Kamara would have to be irrelevant? Jameis isn't the type of quarterback to just dump it off to his running backs. He was clearly slinging it downfield, trying to win the Saints the game, and nothing was working. So I can't put this on Kamara. Still have full faith in him. We know what he's capable of. He'll be just fine. Yeah. I think it's up to Jameis whether he's good or not. I'm still happy with six targets if I'm a Kamara owner. It's not. Yeah, but are you happy with seven points? No, obviously not. It was a, definitely a down game. But if Kamara's getting the targets and involvement in the passing game, I'll be okay. Six probably isn't what he used to get with Breeze. Probably closer to like 10. But um, he's still getting some involvement in the passing game, and that helps keep his floor safe. I'm staying calm on Kamara for now. A little nervous after eight carries for five yards. How do you only let him carry the ball eight times? Yeah. yeah How does that happen? They were losing. They were losing a lot. But, a lot. Still, he's but they still got to run the ball right. with him he's... way more often than eight times. Even on, even though we did only get five yards. I mean, I guess it clearly wasn't working. But <laughs> Need to get him more involved. Uh, tire out that defense. Get him in space. And Alvin Kamara will feast. Uh, moving on to Saquon Barkley, Matt, we can let you handle this Pick one. Pick this man off the list. 8.9 points, uh, 13 carries for 57 yards, with one of those carries being for 41 yards, the That's sign of life that we see. had. That's all and I had then, to uh, see. Two catches for 12 yards on three targets. Calm or chaos here? I think um, it's calm. I think I he should... full, until he gets a full workload and he is not producing, I am staying as so calm on Saquon. I mean, if it's like week five, six, and he's still not getting a full workload, then I'm like, all right, what the hell is going on? But until he truly gets his opportunity, then I'm just saying calm. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm I think nervous. I'm nervous. He showed improvement from week one, so it makes you more calm. I think he's going to be 
fine. This is what I this I need to see something this game. Ten days rest against the Falcons in week three. It's if Saquon struggles and doesn't get like that much involvement, then I'm gonna be really nervous. Plus, he's not being that used in the passing game like he was when he was an elite running back. He's only had six targets through two games here, which isn't bad, but it's not what you want. You want him to be getting at least four to five catches a game, not just Load three. Management I'm surprised job. he's not on COVID <laughs> protocol because I saw videos of him at the Penn State game doing some wild chicken tenders. <laughs> eating chicken tenders, shotgunning beers, and playing Pong with like 50 million kids. <laughs> yeah, he was wilding out for sure. But uh, live his life. If it helps I, him fucking score, I'm just let saying. him do it. Yeah, I'm calm for one more week. I want to see what he does in Atlanta. If he struggles again, then I'm getting I'm, – I'm leaning chaos. Be a little nervous. All right, uh, my guy, Joe Mixon, only 8.1 points, <laughs> 20 carries for uh, 69 yards and one catch for two yards on two targets. This is calm or chaos for you guys. Go ahead, Sean. You're lucky I like you, Sean. <laughs> I just want to say how bad he is. Hey, he's cal- I'm calm. I'm calm. The Bears defense looked really good in that game, and obviously the Bengals offensive line is not perfect. Um, I would definitely hope for more targets moving forward in the future. Two is not what I want to see for Joe Mixon. Uh I like his safer floor when he gets to that four, five, six target range. Um, but the volume's there. He's playing the second most snaps of any running back in the league. So I'm going to keep rolling him out there. I'm staying calm with Joe. Sure. Do you guys? You want to be the boy? I mean, we get death? one good performance, one bad performance. Maybe it takes another week to level out. Yeah, we shall see where we stand, where Joe continues uh but antonio gibson 9.3 points 13 carries for 69 yards only two catches for four yards on two targets calmer chaos here on gibson scrumptious mckissick he's so scrumptious people thought he was just gonna disappear i, I thought he was gonna disappear where'd you think he was gonna go where <laughs> i didn't did think he think was he gonna was... completely disappear but i didn't think he was gonna be stealing red zone carries especially when they have reports saying that they're they're treating gibson as training him like he's cmc yeah. You don't see the backup for Christian McCaffrey outscoring him. Chubba Hubbard. Chubba. Chubba. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a little nervous on Gibson, but I'm staying calm for now. He, he looked really good when he did run the ball. Like 13 carries for he 69 did. yards was pretty solid. You obviously want to see more volume, but they were actually down for a and lot of And the game was game close. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to see him get more involved in the passing game, though, like they said they were going to. McKissick being out there on all those third downs and those like two-minute drill drives ended up really hurting Gibson in this game. But I think better days are ahead i know we can't get uh take away touchdowns but can we give touchdowns because if he had a touchdown in like both these games he wouldn't it'd be solid like he'd look super nice but now he's looking a little he got super vultured from super vulture getting a carry within the five yard line like who gives jd mckissick the ball there over gibson i mean it worked vultures were feasting this weekend but yeah all right someone that might be Leading really chaos here. Touchdowns. Clyde Edwards Alaire, 2.6 points, 13 <laughs> carries for 46 Dude. yards, zero targets, and a fumble. What's going Bad on with the Costly help. fumble. Lost them the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, that definitely Bad. hurts hurts his uh his mental status yeah. right now. Too. If, if Tom Brady was his quarterback, he probably would have gotten cut. <laughs> Maybe not cut, but definitely no, benched. Cut. Um I mean, the, the one thing that's really killing me for him is the lack of targets. Three targets through two games, zero in this last game against the Ravens. Mahomes is constantly looking downfield, constantly. He's not the guy that's going to dump it off and check it down. And if he does check it down, it's going to be to Kelsey or somebody over the middle. Clyde Delaire has not been involved that much in the passing game. That's put Cordero Patterson, floor. 
put Cordero Patterson in this offense, he would be RB1 possibly. He would thrive. Because he's like Not a receiver. RB1. I mean, he'd be like – he'd be doing a million times better than Clyde. Maybe. Maybe. I don't he'd know be about his rushing. Team. I don't know if he'd be any uh, good at Clyde's running a, Clyde is averaging 3.3 yards a rush through bad. the first two weeks. That's bad. Cordero had seven carries for 11 yards this week. <laughs> yeah, but how many passes, how many passes oh, no. did he catch? Now he's good in the receiving game. I'm not doubting that. Well, that's what I'm saying. When I'm do they saying. ever? They never look to run the ball. Even when they're up 50, they'll run. They'll still throw the ball. Yeah, Although they're crazy. I think better days are ahead, but I'm definitely leaning chaos right now on Ceh. If I drafted him as my RB two in like the second or third round, right now I'm not super happy with that. But mm. I think better days are ahead. I'm very uh, happy James, with this next guy either Robinson. 9.4 points. He got more volume this game. 11 carries this time for 47 yards. Three catches for 17. Um, Connor Chaos here. His uh, volume this game makes me stay a little bit more. Yeah, calm. it's improvement. I mean, he. I believe he had like 80% of the running back touches. So, Carlos Hyde, like week one, he was digging into his production production a ton. This week was a good sign. Still really didn't do anything with it. I mean, 11 carries isn't enough for really anyone to get going. And the Jags just look horrible on offense right now. Brutal. Awful game for Trevor Lawrence. Me? Yeah. I was just thinking about how bad Trevor Lawrence was. 14 for 33, 118 passing yards, one touchdown and two picks. (laughs) Oh, no. Dude, that's like Josh Rosen line right there. Yo, Vince, if you're watching, I thought he was going to be a top 10. Yeah, I think obviously we hope that he kind of improves throughout the season. And the Broncos defense is actually really good this year. So I'm still leaning calm on James Robinson. I think the Jags are going to be down in a lot of games and he is the receiving back. So he should have a, a decent floor, like the last couple of games, at least eight points. But you want to see some upside and you want to see him get in the end zone. All right, let's get into some wide receivers. Amari Cooper, 5.4 points, three catches for 24 yards on five targets. Calm or chaos here. Super Relax. calm. Super calm. You just hope that he plays. Yeah. It was yeah. running was just working for them. Yeah. It they, was. That's it. That's really all it was. There's nothing else to it. They're gonna be fine. Yep. Never been more calm. We talked about staying calm on Dak. You're staying calm on Cooper too. Kenny Galladay though, six point eight points, screaming at his uh offensive coordinator on the sideline, three catches for thirty eight yards on eight targets though. Calm or chaos here. Come. I think this game, bit of chaos. this week is his game. I think this is the game where he breaks out. It just feels I, like it. It kind of looking like Sterling <laughs> Shepard is the number one option on that team, my guy. Yeah, the, the obviously the positive signs, eight targets. They were looking for him in this game. They wanted him to get involved, but it just seemed like a frustrating game overall. Obviously, Galladay was frustrated himself. I'm leaning towards calm. Like, I want to – you're obviously not dropping in. You're obviously not going that crazy. Um but if someone's trying to buy low on me, I'd probably hold for another week or so just to kind of see. Like, I want to see what he does against Atlanta. This whole Giants offense hopefully has a good game against the Falcons defense. I think That's Ingram comes back also. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, Antonio Brown, though, we were ready to anoint him the wide receiver one after week one. Now 2.7 points, one catch for 17 yards, only three targets. Calmer chaos here for A.B. This is oh, calm. This is going to happen. There's always going to be team. an odd man out. Brady did say that he had missed them a couple times. But I yeah, think the, the other two targets. I mean, oh, there cool. were. The... <laughs> Just kidding. 
I think you're calm, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be three out of the four. I don't think like three out of the four, including Gronk. I don't think all four will ever have monster games together. I mean, yeah. Yeah. so many you're calm. To feed. Brady threw what five touchdowns, two of them went to Gronk and all the Dude, other receivers. Don't, except don't for bring AD, his name up, please. Too soon. Didn't catch a touchdown. So, I mean, he easily could have called one of Gronk's. Uh, like we said, it's just going to be up and down for all these receivers throughout the year. Yep. Completely agree. I'm staying calm on it, AB. Um, DJ Chark, one catch for 19 yards on four targets. Calm or chaos here for Chark. That's your boy, Sean. Yeah, I'm staying calm. I still consider him in the flex range. Um, obviously, like I just mentioned, Trevor Lawrence's stat line, he had 14 completions. Uh, so not many were going around. Um, Marvin Jones, to me, at this point, is looking like the clear number one. Um, he's been the go-to guy and the most reliable option for Lawrence. Uh, but sick. I do still think Chark is the the deep threat guy as well, though. He can take take the top off the defense and still catch a bomb. So he might be a little bit more boomer bust, but I still like him as a flex option right now. I, I would be more calm if Chenault was out, but I think he's going to be good for Sunday. And then their tight end O'Shaughnessy. I think he's for what it's worth, he's hurt too. <laughs> oh shag Hennessy. <laughs> I'm leaning a little towards chaos on DJ Chark. He only has four catches throughout the first two weeks. And almost I think like half of his yards came on one catch and it was that long touchdown. Or like a third of his yards, something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean they definitely were not on the same page either of these games. Uh, he's caught 25% of his targets thus far. Uh, but he does still have 16 targets on the season. So the volume was there in game one. I expect him to stay involved in this offense. That's the only reason I'm leaning call. But I can definitely respect chaos. It's a little bit nerve-wracking after 2.9 points. Uh, 2.8 points for Corey Davis. Two catches for eight yards on five targets after a huge week one. Q, this is your boy, Calmer Chaos. I think it's calm. It Zach Wilson's just terrible. He was good week one. I used to say so chaos bad. after one – Matt's Matt's making these stupid faces. <laughs> it's like, how I'm, are you going to stay calm if Zach Wilson's the one throwing? I'm like, I mean, he had a good week one. So it's obviously in the realm, like it could happen where he can have a good game. I defended oh. you with Saquon and you're just going <laughs> to. When I should easily be saying say, uh, chaos on Saquon. Belichick, the rookie killer. That. Yeah, name a rookie who's ever done good against Bill Belichick. I can't. You can't because, I mean, we don't have it in front of us. I don't have the sample size (laughs) or the data, but I know there's been a couple that have definitely struggled. Um, Yeah, I'm leaning towards chaos a little bit just because I don't like this Jets team as a whole. Corey Davis is the only one I'd probably consider starting still as a flex, but I'm still a little bit nervous. Zach Wilson could have one of these poopers any given week. I know, he's, he's almost Mahomes though, so. It shouldn't happen again. <laughs> According to Tony Romo, could be Mahomes. So we shall see. Uh, Devonta Smith, uh, two catches for 16 yards on seven targets, 3.6 points. Calm or chaos here for the rookie. I'm so calm. You're calm. so calm. So calm. He has eight and seven targets in his two games. I'm happy right now. I don't. He might add a little mm-hmm. dud, but I'm happy. It was I'm a bad offensive outing calm, calm, by calm. the entire Eagles offense. Yep, yep. We just looked bad, and we played a good defense. So, I mean, we were riding our high horse in a week two, and we got faced with a tough matchup, and we folded. Yeah. We did fold. Heavy. Eagles folded. Eagles were wiling out. 91 yards on one catch and weren't able to get any points on that 
after that yeah. is that's insane. Philly, Philly. Yeah, they're revealing themselves. Stay calm on Devonta Smith. Uh, AJ Brown, seven point three points, three catches for forty three yards on nine. Might targets. be the most calm. I think this is the easiest calm of the calms. But I want there to be a story out of this. Hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, and with Julio becoming the number one. Ooh, Ooh okay. Which that's not that crazy, but, but I think both can still be relevant no matter what. So, yeah. But, uh, but coming into the season, we all said AJ Brown clear number one. It'd yeah. be crazy. I mean, for it to who would have disagreed? Not many. Yeah, but no Julio one. is still Julio. He's still a yeah. top five wide receiver in the league. So, very much so. All right, uh, let's get to a couple tight ends before trust or bust. George Kittle, 5.7 points, four catches for 17 yards on only four targets, and only has nine targets through two games. It's calmer chaos here. That's a little scary to me for where you picked him. scary. For where you drafted him and your expectations for him, and he's just not pulling through. That, But he could very easily just bounce back and have definitely a George can. Kittle game go for like, Nine catches, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. But he hasn't yeah. yet. Yeah, but yeah. he hasn't yet. That's the scary part. Through two weeks. You two weeks. Give a little bit of time. You're happy he's been healthy through two yeah, weeks. <laughs> definitely. That's a big plus. Yeah. I'm staying calm, but I'm definitely like a little weird. Keeping an eye on this, a little bit nervous. I mean, nine targets through two games. You want him to be the focal point of that offense, and he really hasn't. They haven't looked Debo for him that Samuel. much. Debo Samuel's been really good. Um, the run game was obviously working in week one. And this Eagles game was a little bit weird. It was more of like a defensive matchup. Well, uh, let's give credit to Eagles D because now this is two weeks in a row where they've stopped two. I mean, Kyle Pitts and now George Kittle held them to not many points. So maybe they're just good. Maybe they're good at defending tight ends. I don't know where they rank against tight ends. them up out there. Definitely top tier now. Maybe. Maybe. We shall see. Uh, but also Dallas Goddard, speaking of the Eagles again, 4.4 points, only two catches for 24 yards on two targets. I think we're staying calm here as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, chaos, man. If you're chaotic about nine targets for Kittle, Goddard has seven. I'm still yeah. staying calm though. The Eagles. Yeah, but they're in different that game. Different also, tiers. yeah, different tiers for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous about nine targets for Kittle for where I drafted him. Goddard, you probably drafted as like at most like the seventh or eighth tight end off the board there. Um, unless it's you drafted him like nervous. July. It's looking like he's going to be like a tight end or not tight end, a touchdown dependent <laughs> tight end. <laughs> That's yeah. like everyone else aside from the top five or six. Yeah. Just another average ball. Yeah. Another. Speaking of tight ends, do you know who ranks number one through the next last two weeks? Gronk, the best. We'll talk what about if Gronk. he is back. <laughs> he oh, might no, be back, dude. Gronk really could be back. They used to double team him in New England. You can't double team anyone now because then you got a, a good guy wide open. So Gronk, Gronk just might—he might score fifty touchdowns. He's got four in two games. I heard something where they asked, like, if he watched film, and he just said, "No, I just yeah, get out there and run past my runs. guy." <laughs> just scores touchdowns. Yeah, he's nuts. All right, let's get into today's sponsor before we do some trust or bust. The Thrive Fantasy app for iOS and Android. Been pounding the drum for the Thrive Fantasy app for a year at this point. So if you have not checked it out, it's a daily fantasy sports app for player props and uh, sports betting. If you download the Thrive Fantasy app and use our promo code SUPERFB, that's S-U-P-E-R-F-B, you deposit $20 or more, you will receive an instant $50 bonus. Go check out the Thrive Fantasy app today. Make yourself some money. 
Money, 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 money. Yeah. Money. All right. Let's do some trust or bust. So these guys actually had some good performances. We'll get a little bit more positive here. Uh, starting with quarterback Kirk Cousins, 31.26 points, 244 yards and three touchdowns. Also ran for 35 yards on two carries, had that long run. I wish uh, he's I currently saw that. quarterback six on the season. Are we trusting Kirk Cousins? What's there not to trust? Yeah, we Numbers talked about this in the, pre- in the preseason. We talked about his ranks from last year, and he was pretty good. So why, why can't he be good? Right. He has all the weapons around him, and now it looks like he might have a new one in K.J. Osborne. So, I mean, everything is clicking on all cylinders for the Vikings right now. And I said in the preseason, like you said, I was high on Kirk because of his numbers last year, and he kind of just fell under the radar. Yeah, definitely like some Kirk Cousins right now. I think I'm trusting him. Like if I was in that QB dilemma uh, who we were just talking about, like Ryan Tannehill, I might be looking to like Kirk Cousins. Another safe option. Wait, Matt, who's who's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? Who is? The next guy we're about to talk about. What's his name? Derek Carr. Oh. Derek Carr. <laughs> AKA Trust. Sid from Toy Story. Trust or bust on Derek Carr. 28.18 points. I think he's got it like exactly 28 points in back-to-back games. Uh, 382 yards and two touchdowns. And he's currently QB8 through two games. I don't want to live. Carr? I, I, I hate living in a world where Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback. Like, no, football is better with Derek Carr. I mean, I love Derek he Carr. was very good before his injury. He was um, very good like ages ago when he had like those weapons. Right now, Mahomes and the the Chiefs are looking up at the Raiders in the standings. Yeah. The only thing that scares me is obviously this could easily all come crashing back down to earth. (laughs) It did last Um, year. But, I mean, against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, 28 points. Two tough defenses. Mm -hmm. Two very tough defenses. I can't can't complain. Um, The only thing that scares me also is game script. If they're they're beating these teams – because their defense is good. What are they going to do against a team like Miami? Like, is he going to even have to throw? I mean, he could just go off early in the first half, but it could just be a huge Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake game. Or Josh Jacobs could just get, like, two yards of carry, and they're like, fuck it, we're just going to throw. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm leaning towards trust right now. I mean, he's shown it through two I'm games. I think he's definitely worth a bench spot, but I, I don't know if I'd plug him into my starting It's just because he doesn't offer yet. anything else. Like, he doesn't run the ball. So, like, just yeah. like Kirk, like, we like the quarterbacks that run. But, they, yeah, but sometimes you just have to accept that they'll throw and get you as many points. Sorry, Brady don't run. Yeah, Brady Brady's don't run. just Brady just throws know, 18 touchdowns. Yeah, I shouldn't even have said that. <laughs> All right, uh, last quarterback here, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, 25.22 points, 328 yards and two touchdowns. He's actually QB 12 through two games right now. Are we trusting Teddy Two Gloves? I think I'm because not. Sutton is now showing that he's back. Kinda, you can trust him. He, it, he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make I'm, mistakes. He takes the layup. Yeah, he does. But I, unlike Derek Carr, he did it against the Jags and the Giants. The first yeah, I was two about weeks. to say the so, same thing. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of like I want to see him play like a tough defense. See what he does there. Because I like Teddy Bridgewater. Love the story behind him, but I don't know. I think it's just a little too early to like. Plug and play them. Definitely add them to your roster. Keep them on your bench. See if it continues. But I'm holding off on starting them for right now. They're I'm also starting them this week against the Jets. Ooh, ooh. 
spicy. They're also struggling to run. They're struggling to run the ball. So all the yards are coming through the air. I think that's that's good for Bridgewater who can throw it. Well, Sean, after the Jets, he has who Derek Carr just played <laughs> the Ravens and the Steelers. So. Yeah, I know. I'm, I just meant for this. Live week. it up for one more week. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for someone for one more week to replace someone who's struggling. Teddy Bridgewater is not a bad option. It's the it resurgence of uh, 2016 good quarterbacks and Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, maybe before injury. Day. Yeah, ages ago, back in the day. All right, let's get to some running backs. Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, this was super interesting. Tony Pollard had 23 points, 13 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. Also added three catches for 31 yards on three targets. He's currently RB12 right now. He played 28% of the snaps. While on the other hand, Zeke also had a pretty decent game, 17.7, 71 yards, touchdown, two catches for 26 yards on two targets. Uh, but he's currently RB26 in PPR but he did play 78% of the snaps. So who are we trusting here, boys? Zeke, Why do Pollard, I feel like, none? I feel like Pollard might average like seven yards a carry throughout his career. He's good. He's so I feel like good. whenever he gets over he 10 carries, he gets over 100 yards. I've hated these committees, but like I think teams are now making it. So at least for us, you can start either one of the I two. I said, man, you're going to start drafting just team backfields, <laughs> not individual running backs. Like you, have the, you have the Lions, who sometimes the, the backup is better than the starter and the Browns, Cowboys obviously. now and the Washington football team. Yeah. Obviously, guys are getting mixed in. I'm still trusting Zeke for now. Um, week one was ugly, but it was good to see him bounce back. Yep. And he's still playing the majority of the snaps. He might not be getting the majority of the touches, but he's on the field more, so the touches will come. Um, the only thing that's a little concerning is that he was a uh, really solid pass catching back a couple years ago and two targets, and I think only like three targets in week one, um, just not having that solid enough floor. Uh, but Zeke will be okay. Pollard, I want to see him do this a little bit more consistently before I plug him in my lineup. Hard to start a backup. Yeah. Definitely hard. Yeah. Definitely risky. It's like hit or miss. Like you could have started JD McKissick week one and then benched him week <laughs> right. two and didn't bit. Same thing with Naeem Hines. You start him week one, 14 points. You start him week two, you get three. So it's tough to predict. Stay with the guy that's on the field more. Uh, next, though, we have Najee Harris, speaking of guys on the field more, playing 97% of the snaps, way more than anyone else. Uh, had 10 carries for 38 yards, added five catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Are we trusting Najee Harris at this point? Oh, yes. have to. Yeah. How could you not? Come on, Sean. No, ninety-seven percent of snaps. I'm, every I'm... time he's on the field, that's a chance to score points, and he's out there almost every single time. Yeah. And he had that crazy stiff arm. And... Oh my God. He that did. Made he me... babied him. That was nuts. That was Derrick Henry esque. That was beautiful. Um, Ten carries. You obviously don't like, but they were down for a lot of this game. And then, uh, but what it was really good to see was five catches for forty-three yards and the receiving touchdown. If he's involved in the passing game like that, super solid floor. Love to see it for Najee Harris. And speaking of McKissick, multiple times already this episode, uh, J.D. McKissick, 20.3 points. Only a four carries for 10 yards, but vultured the touchdown on that drive, uh, but did have five catches for 83 yards on six targets. Is he back to being a plug-and-play RB2 option? I'm not trusting him, but he's definitely not a bust. It's like definitely not a bust, but you can't trust him really. 
Yeah, can I, you? You could take the chance on flexing them. RB two, that's way too steep. Not putting them in my RB two, but if you want to take a chance and plug them into your flex, I'm not against that. I mean, we saw what he did last year. Like I said earlier, he wasn't going anywhere. He was so productive, and he's just reminding you who he is. Yeah, really solid game for J.D. McKissick. Nine touches is obviously not a lot, but the passing game work keeps him involved. He's definitely worth a bench spot. He was probably dropped in a lot of leagues after week one, so go out there and pick him up if he's out there. Uh, James White, is he back? 18.5 points. Five carries for 20 yards and a touchdown with six catches for 45 yards on six targets. The the RB2 James White is might be back. He's currently RB13 through two games and has 13 targets. Are you trusting James White? What's wrong, Q? I don't know how you can ever feel comfortable putting him in your lineup. I, maybe I need to see like a couple more weeks. Mac Jones could be very, very beneficial to him. but Very beneficial. I mean, I'm leaning towards trust at this point already. 13 targets through two games. He's clearly Mac Jones' safety valve. He's on the field a lot in those passing situations. And I don't think they're going to be up in that many games. Like, obviously, they're going to be up against the Jets. But even against the Jets, six catches for 45 yards. So he's carved out a role. Obviously, with Cam Newton, he was not a check down quarterback. He does not look to pass to the running back. But really Mac Jones looking for the safety valve. So, James so White far, James White leads the Patriots in catches, targets, receiving yards, all receiving categories. Yeah, I'm trusting right now. I'm maybe not in my lineup just yet, but definitely on my bench and definitely a flex option right now. All right, Matt, your boy, Devin Singletary, 17.1 points. I was dreading this. Since 13 when was carries. that your boy? I'm sorry, but. Since I, mean, I drafted him. This year, and he's been <laughs> on the Singletary train. <laughs> the Gator type time. 13 carries for 82 yards. A nice tutty. Uh, two catches for nine yards as well. Currently RB19 on the season, so a top 20 back. We trusted him? Yeah, I am. This man, unlike CEH, is averaging 3.3 yards carry. Singy's averaging 6.4. And that's very nice. Uh, I still hate Zach Moss with all that Ultras. I have. He's two good. touchdowns. He had two touchdowns. Singy should have had three. Two Just touchdowns. eliminate Zach Moss. Only three yards per carry, and he lost a fumble. And yeah, so bench him next game. Just let Singy eat. I mean, he's able to get it done. His volume hasn't been great. I think he's had like 11 carries week one, 13 last week. So, I mean, the Bills are a team that could go up big in games, and when they do, they could just run it with Singletary. So, yeah, I'm definitely trusting Singletary. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards trust as well at this point. I think he's a flex option as well in that same category, kind of like James White. Um, definitely want to see him get more involved in the passing game as always. But Josh Allen, we know he's not dumping it off. So, I mean, he is getting Pike a little dream. bit more little than bit. last year. A little bit. We'll take a little bit. A little bit. Take a little bit. A little bit. A little dash. We mentioned uh, Cordell Patterson earlier, 23.9 points. Uh, like I mentioned, seven <laughs> carries for 11 yards. But he did score a touchdown. Uh, but he did have five catches for 58 yards and another touchdown on six targets. Currently, RB 11 on the season. All right. right so for trusting James White, we're trusting Cordell Patterson. You have to. Yeah, you you do have you to have keep the to. same energy. Got to keep the same energy. He's this definitely week, worth a He bench was spot. basically splitting work with Mike Davis, as he should, because Mike Davis. I is think not he all only that. had like three less touches on the day than Mike Davis did, and he was way more productive with them. Yeah, he only played 33% of the snaps in week one, but obviously was way more involved in week two. Um, and in games 
where they're going to be down, which come on, it's the Falcons. They're going to be down a lot. He's going to be a decent receiving option out of the backfield. We thought Mike Davis would get a lot of that work, but obviously Cordell Patterson's a bit more explosive than Mike Davis. So I'm sure he'll be mixed in. It's definitely worth a bench at at this point. I'm probably not starting Cordell Patterson just yet either. Um, but if you're looking for a flex, you can plug him into. Especially, I mean, they'll yeah, you said they'll be down a lot and defenses will know to cover Ridley and Pitts a lot tighter. So why not throw it to the other receiver you pretty much have in the backfield? That's literally what he is. Literally wide receiver receiver in the backfield. (laughs) Nope, crazy. All right, speaking of wide receivers, let's get right into them. D-Gods, Tyler Lockett, he told us 31.8 points, eight catches for 178 yards and one touchdown on 11 targets. Got the volume. He's wide receiver two on the season. (laughs) Are we trusting him as the wide receiver one in Seattle? I'm that far. Nah. No, I'm gonna say this proud. Uh, Tyler Lockett finishes over DK. I think that they know how to use Tyler Lockett, and they just don't. They're still not. They're still trying to figure out DK. I've fallen for the trap, and I'm gonna be proud about <laughs> falling for the trap. And he's gonna finish over. Wait until he has four points next week, and you're like, damn. <laughs> well, he can still have four points one week, and then thirty another, and still be over DK. I, I think yeah. Lockett is back, back. <laughs> you back good, you're gonna regret saying that yeah Lock i'm not gonna have his day of one catch for seven yards on three targets on three targets yeah, yeah. the volume now. is what i'm happy to see though 11 targets he was getting yeah. fed this game obviously they had to throw a ton as the titans kept storming back um but tyler lockett the volume is what you want to see i was really happy to see that so i'm trusting tyler lockett he, he might be better than DK. We don't know. Ooh. I'm not going to say better than DK. I'm just going to say use, use better than DK. Yeah. The only thing to red flag is uh first three games last year, he was, I think, wide receiver one. He had a 17, 17, like 37. And then the last 13 games, he was seven. All right. Le- seven out of that? the 13, less than 10. Because I'm just waiting for it to come. I want to see Q's downfall. It could come. Wait, week five is when we'll talk. <laughs> Yeah, want to see a little bit of a bigger sample size, but obviously you're starting Tyler Lockett at this point. Uh, Mike Evans, Q, that's your guy. 24 and a half points, five catches for 75 yards and two touchdowns on nine targets. We trusted Mike Evans again after a bad week one. He had he did better than Antonio Brown, and I still feel the same I do about both of them. They're just they're both good. They're both one of them is going to do better than the other. But uh, <laughs> this was a Mike Evans game where he had like the two like goal line fades or. I don't think they were long touchdowns. I'm trusting Mike Evans all day. He's Mr. 1000. Yeah. With Tom Brady slinging it the way he is, he's catching at least 10 touchdowns a season. So. They do have the Rams this week, but I'm not concerned. Who's Rams going to be on? He's got to cover everybody. <laughs> he's just going to cover the middle of the field. <laughs> he's playing safety. All right. Uh, Cortland Sutton. 24.9 points in Jerry Judy's absence. Nine catches for 159 yards on 12 targets. We trust in Sutton. We trust Dude. that volume, baby. How 12 targets, not? nine catches. What? That's a beautiful thing Come for on. fantasy. Yes, beautiful. You when your player gets more than 20 points, doesn't score a touchdown, you know they got some mad volume in that game. I'm trusting Sutton. Clearly touchdowns taking advantage. Coming, he'll be solid. He's taking advantage of Judy being gone. So I was no a fan, low-key. Noah Fant. We'll talk about Noah Fant in the preview. We can skip right over him. We'll let you guys. We'll, we'll pass on that one. 
Um, Rondell Moore, though, <laughs> rookie for the Cardinals, 24.4 Your boy, points. Sean. My guy, seven catches for 114 yards on eight targets. I'm not trusting yet, but I'm ex- I'm very happy to see that. I'm trusting. I'm trusting in terms of he's on my bench, and I'm happy to have him in a, in a fantasy league. It's definitely my waiver pickup this week for wide receivers, but am I Thank plugging you. him into my flex right now over someone I already have? Maybe. You want to see not. Kyler? You want to see Kyler continue what he's doing right now? Because even he made AJ Brown or AJ Green score a touchdown. AJ Green. Yeah, but that's all he did. He's facilitating. AJ Green was supposed to be the number two, and he's getting beat out by the young guy. Yeah. All right. It's only one game. Two games. Well, yeah. More, more was okay in week one. Yeah. Rondell Moore, definitely keep him on your radar if you haven't already. But Hollywood Brown looks to be back. 23.4 points, six catches for 113 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. He is wide receiver eight in fantasy right now. Are we trusting Hollywood? Yep. 100%. Scored, scored in each of the first two games. Uh, he is the most targeted Raven by far. Mark Andrews is not looking anything like himself. And honestly, Hollywood and Sammy Watkins have been the best pass catchers on this offense so far. And I just don't see Hollywood really slowing down. It seems like they found ways to get him involved and he's just benefiting off of it. Yeah, Yeah. this one hurts me a little bit because I really thought this was going to be like, I thought this was going to be Mark Andrews just popping off. Yeah, Yeah. me too. I think we all did. On the preseason show. I think Mark Andrews still has better days ahead. I wouldn't go full chaos on him either, but uh, Hollywood Brown, 100% trust at this point. How could you bench a guy that has, like, his wide receiver eight right now? How could you put him on your bench? I think He already has four catches of 20-plus yards. Yeah. Lamar's looking for him and looking for him often, and he's got that explosive potential. I'm starting him. Yep. Henry Ruggs, on the other hand, uh, has not been as consistent, but had a huge game, 22.5 points, five catches for 113 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. Are we trusting Ruggs? Uh, yet. Yeah. I want they, to because I, I like do Ruggs, want to, but not yet. He's definitely the best receiver on the team. Like, oh, yeah. not Zay Jones and Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. <laughs> no. What about Brian Edwards? All the hype around him. Yeah. I'm not trusting <laughs> Henry Ruggs. Put him on your bench, though. Put him on your bench. Mike Williams, though. Put him in your lineup. Matt, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, even, lineup. Matt, don't even Listen, start, I'm, dude. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. Last care. week, you I said – want me said, to lie to the viewers? I literally said if, if Mike Williams is playing, he's going to put up points. You said, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm a man. I own up. 22.1 uh, points. Wide receiver five on the season, 22 targets through two games. He's feasting. Feasting. He's looking like the number one right now. I'm a little bit nervous. See, about I wasn't going to go he that is far. not the number one. I wasn't going <laughs> that far. He's neck and neck with Keenan for targets, but come on. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing. I love Keenan. <laughs> well, we all know that. I'm just kidding. He's got 100 yards of both games, too. Keep Keenan's in mind, be this fine. is his contract year, though. So Keenan will be fine. Mike Williams is looking good as well. Mike Williams is definitely – worth plugging into your lineup if you got him and got him cheap uh tyler boyd we were off the bandwagon last week but he did have a decent game this week 14.3 points seven catches for 73 yards on nine targets are you trusting him uh he just made this wide receiver trio very hard to to (laughs) big bigger headache yeah definitely a little bit of a bigger headache but i still think he's a third man for me 
Um, obviously, the volume was good to see, but I think that's just because Joe Burrow was in the, under so much duress that he couldn't really yeah. do anything at all. That's not going to be week in and week out. He's seeing nine targets. Yeah, and he's not going to be a threat near the red zone. So that obviously hurts his upside too, while T. Higgins and Jamar Chase both have a touchdown in each game. So maybe if you're looking for a flex, Tyler Boyd is still in the conversation. Yeah, he's still not that bad. But he's still the third option he's decent. in my eyes. Do you think he's safer than Sterling Shepard? No. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring Shep him is up? the number one guy. I, I forgot about Sean. We'll talk about Shepard in a couple here. Uh, but KJ Osborne, uh, 20.1 points. Matt brought him up. Might be the third option on this Vikings offense. Five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Wide receiver, 18 with 15 targets through two weeks. Are we trusting this guy? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Because they're still Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson in line ahead of him for targets. So I see his target share going down. He has looked good the first two weeks, but it's just way too early to bank on the third option on the Vikings offense. I'm with that. Third is, receiving option. And is Kirk really going to keep up with what he's doing? That you know, I kind of said we were trusting Kirk. I think he will. But we his name's Kirk Cousins. Kirk in the past. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk will probably regress a little bit more towards like the QB 10 range rather than QB 5. Um, but he has been top five before. So. KJ Osborne, worth adding, probably not starting just yet until this becomes like super consistent. Not a two game sample size here. Michael Pittman Jr., 20.3 points, eight catches for 123 yards on 12 targets. Are we trusting Pittman as the number one wide receiver here in Indianapolis? He's the number one, but if Wentz didn't break both his ankles, <laughs> I would definitely say trust. But I don't know yeah. what Jacob Easton is. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. If Wentz is on the field, I think you could trust Pittman. If Wentz is not on the field, this team could get ugly. Avoid that offense except for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, stick with the running backs if Wentz is off the field. Uh, Sterling Shepard, as Q just mentioned, 17.5 points, nine catches for 94 yards on 10 targets. Uh, currently wide receiver, nine in PPR right now <laughs> with 19 targets through two weeks. Are we trusting Sterling Shepard? Go ahead, Q. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta trust Shepard. It started Shepherd last right year. There's, there hasn't been any change other than his number. Yeah. He's always gotten volume. He looks to be Danny Dimes' safety valve. I'm trusting Sterling Shepard. The volume's there. Um, moving back to the Colts real quick. Zach Pascal, 14.8 points, five catches for 38 yards, and another touchdown. He's got three touchdowns through two weeks. He seems to be the only receiver that can catch a touchdown. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more fluky than I'm trusting. Definitely him, yeah. fluky. I mean, like you brought up, if Wentz yeah. is going to miss time, I don't even know who Jacob Eason is. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, and if I'm not really trusting Pittman, I'm definitely not trusting Pascal. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100% agree with that. Um, let's get into a couple of tight ends that are probably out there on waivers right now. Max Williams for the Cardinals, 16.4 points, seven catches for 94 yards on seven targets after only one target in week one. See someone worth looking at, trusting? I wish you were going to I wish you were gonna mention he had like a better week one because then I was going to say we'll eat, all eat our words because we actually were like, who cares about the Cardinals tight ends? But Max Williams, it's still bust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 100%. Dude. Yeah. He, he looked good when he was getting the ball. Seven targets is a good amount, but, I mean, this game was such a shootout. Max Williams had to get involved. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Like Max, that, we need you. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, I don't think I'm trusting him yet, but he's he's worth someone to keep an eye on. Maybe I'll add him to my watch list. Uh, Jack Doyle, yet another Colt, had a decent game with Wentz on the field. 13.4 points, five catches for 64 yards, and a two-point conversion on eight targets. Again, if Wentz is playing, are we trusting him? Where's Mo Ali Cox been? Sleeping. I don't know. Also, yeah, where is uh, the guy who was on the Eagles? Burton? Yeah. Free agent. No. Oh. Where he belongs. No one's out. Jeez, dude. He would have he would have thrown a successful have some Philly respect, Philly. Matt. Mo Ali Cox oh, has four targets through Beast. Elite. two games. <laughs> so Jack Doyle, another guy I'd probably just keep an eye on. Definitely I think, not uh, playing in my life. I like I like Jack Doyle more than Max Williams. I'd agree with that. 100 percent If Wentz is playing. If Wentz yeah. isn't playing, I might be leaning towards Big Maxi. Yeah, he does look like a lineman. Yeah. All right, let's get into some trivia. That's it for Trust or Bust and Calm or Chaos. Hugh, what do you got for us? Just got two two little questions, both related to week two in history, kind of. Okay. You'll see. All right, in history. And not, not too far back in history. Weeks. No, no, you will. 2013. You sound pretty confident. Well, well the first question. Here's the first question. In the last nine years, so from 2021 to 2012, this <laughs> defense has had two week two performances where they've scored more than 21 points, and one of the years are this year. Who is that defense? Oh, my God. So Wait, they scored over 20 points at one point this year, and then in 2012. And they're the only other team – there's only one – they're the only team to have done, so. Okay. I think so. I have it. Uh, let me run this back again. So, a, a team, a defense that played this week or le- yeah, this week in the this, NFL had well, twenty plus year. points. Oh yeah, yeah, it was this week, week two. So yeah, this week. Okay, I think I, had, I don't know that many defenses that went on. I only know of one defense. I know. I know. How many answers you said are there it, Matt? supposed to be? Just one, right? Oh. Just one. It's one team. Oh, yeah. all right. one team had twenty plus points twice over the last nine years in week two. This is such a wild stat. The one in 32 chance. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm ready. Three, two, one. It's the Buffalo Bills. What? Uh, what? No. Yeah, the Bills had 19, you fucking cuck. I'm looking at it. You're a scumbag. <laughs> you are Me too. Scumbag. They had 22 points, it says. <laughs> no, they didn't. I own them. Fantasy Pros says 22. Fucking shit. Yeah. It's Damn, only when Matt's man. on that I have bad trivia. Yeah, they had muted his mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second All right. question. This running back has only scored under 10 once since being drafted in 2017. Star running back. Uh, oh, well, he, he scored under 10 this week, but he hasn't scored under 10 in a week two since he was drafted in the league. Star running back. In a week two. Okay. One year he didn't drafted. play half the season but that doesn't count well that changes everything they've been playing half the season for a year no that doesn't count i know games that he's played in a week but now now i know it's not someone i was about to write because (laughs) because of a major injury i was literally about to write somebody but now i switched repeat the question so this week this running back scored under 10 in week two for the first time since his rookie year. 
Wait. Are you able to say his rookie year? Sure, 2017. Maybe I'm wrong. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Look. Rookie in 2017. I think I got it. I don't know if this player's missed time, though. I hate this so much. Yeah, I hate it. And uh, these are – I'm going to hope that these are correct because I'm looking at PPR. Fantasy Pros has done me dirty every time Matt's on the pod. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to think a little bit harder. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to just write it again. I can give another hit. No. At this point, I'm taking the L. I'm going every other, every other week he scored at least over 15. 17. Like ever? No, ever. week two. Yeah, ever. Oh, yeah, week two. Most consistent running back of the last four years of all time. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Ready, 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 ready. Three, two, one. Alvin Cook, Saquon, Nixon. It is Alvin Kamara. Oh. Literally crossed out Kamara. <laughs> and was Kamara hurt? I don't know if he was hurt, That's but 2019, he missed like uh, That's why the first I didn't eight like weeks. He I literally started writing. I really, literally started writing Alvin Kamara, and then you said, well, he missed half the season. And I said, well, maybe it's Dalvin Cook because he missed half, like most of that season. No he points for anybody. Lot. He missed a lot of games. Yeah, I'll have more trivia on Thursday. It's been very rough. Well, busy. Busy, busy, busy Q. All right, well, that's a wrap for the week two recap. We will be, be, be back. Oh, my God. What did you say? I was beatboxing. We will be back on Friday with our week three preview. Uh, make sure you're following us here on Twitch. If you're watching and hanging out, throw us a sub on YouTube as well. We're on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, also on Twitter at Super FB Podcast and Instagram at Super Fantasy Podcast and TikTok, Super Fantasy Bros on there as well. Uh, so we will see you guys on Friday. Peace.